Hello, sisters and brothers, and welcome to the Solidarity Center podcast, an interview show that highlights and celebrates the individuals working for labor rights, the freedom to form unions, and democracy across the globe. I'm your host, Shauna Bader-Blau. We all know teachers shape our children's future and by extension, our own. So why isn't more done to ensure teachers are paid what they deserve for this monumental task and that students have access to quality classroom resources? Today, we explore these questions with our guest, Rahman Yashare, chair of Kosovo's teachers union, Svashk. Two decades ago, Kosovo was struggling in a war after the breakup of the former Yugoslavia. Teachers there, including Rahman, endured difficult and dangerous conditions, but that only steeled their resolve to nurture the children in their care. Despite their sacrifices, teachers in Kosovo today struggle to support their families on low wages, teaching children in poorly equipped classrooms. They want to partner with the government to meet these challenges, but as we hear from Brother Rahman, they are being shut out. Well, hello, Brother uh, Rahman Yashari, leader of Spashk Teachers Union of Kosovo. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, greetings to you all from myself, Rahman Yashari, and also I'm passing the greetings from all education employees of Kosovo. Thank you. It's a real honor to have you on today. You know, before we get started talking about uh, the, the current work of your great union in Kosovo, I know that you personally were a teacher back in the 1990s and that you taught through a very difficult time of war and turmoil. Can you tell us a little bit about that? What was that like? Uh, Telling you the truth, myself and my education colleagues have been going through very tough uh, periods, but we have been proud at the same time because we consider that we were doing a great favor to such difficult situation. In 90s, we were protected our rights, our rights which were guaranteed through international conventions, but at that time, the violent government installed by Milosevic was denying us this right. But during this difficult time, we got united in order to, to get organized and do our job properly, because during this period of time, our salaries were discontinued, and we were also dropped out from the educational institutions at this very difficult time for, for Kosovo. These were the initial steps of Zbarsk, which steps have been very difficult ones. We had to take care of the educational process, and at the same time, we had to provide the basic tools for the maintenance of education system and process. We were also making efforts to get the support either from our compatriots or from international friends, because some some teachers were living in very difficult conditions. Although living in very difficult and poor conditions, our people shared their livelihood and they assigned some means of living to these people in order for the teachers to be able to feed their families and family members. These were dramatic times and we started to feel tired, but this tiredness was taken away by the support, constant support of our international friends. Zbashko is always grateful to Union of Education of America, Union of Education 
of uh, Netherlands and also the International Education International. At that time, prominent people from these institutions and organizations started to pay visits to our country, which served as a great support and encouragement for us. We felt very good when the then Secretary General Friendly Wen was able to invite our president to be part of the international convention in order to present the difficult situations we were in at that time. This support provided by Netherlands, Slovenia, Germany, and other European countries made us strong and encouraged us to pursue our path. When we were feeling lonely, these prominent people from education sector were coming to us, they were visiting us, and they were encouraging us with the hope that the, the worst day will pass. Brother Rahman, that's a really powerful story of uh, global solidarity. You mentioned the American Federation of Teachers, the Global Union Education International, trade unions from across Europe providing solidarity and support. I also heard you say that teachers were really doing more than just teaching, that you were caring for the whole institution of education, the schools, and also the livelihoods, food and, and caring for each other in community, other teachers and other students who needed help. What does this say to you about the value of teachers? It was a great honor for me at that time to, to lead the union. And initially in the 90s, I was the head of my union for PEA only, for the city of PEA. In the meantime, I became the head of the Unified the Union of uh, Education, uh, Technology and Culture for entire Kosovo. This was a great pleasure. Brother Rahman, why did you become a teacher? It was a wish of my mother. Unfortunately, I became orphan at an, at an age of 14. I lost my father and my mother wanted always one of the family members to become a teacher. Unfortunately, she chose me to become a teacher with her great efforts by doing handicrafts works in order to support my schooling. I kept the promise I gave to my mother and sometimes she used to ask me to walk together with her in the street where the school was located in order to see the, the teachers, to see the students, to see how things were going on and to, to get a better feeling of this. Your mother sounds like a wonderful inspiration and um, becoming an orphan at a young age as you were and then becoming a teacher. I wonder how that influenced uh, your decision later in life to become a union activist. What, what got you involved in the union? The time we were passing through required all of us to take some certain actions to get a hold of this situation. And the trust my colleagues had on me during this period, difficult period of time made me believe that we were doing the best for the education and we were supporting the right cause of education by getting involved in the union issues. It's clear that you, you cared so much about education about the other teachers and about the students and the great value that you bring uh, brung to the, the union movement and to Kosovo is just coming through and as you tell this story. And I really wanna then fast forward now, I understand there was a major strike of teachers and, um, in Kosovo. And as a result of the, the strike, teachers want a big pay increase, but 
given how much you all love the students and love and value education, I wonder if that decision to go on strike was hard. How did teachers feel about going on strike? Tell me a little bit about how they decided to take that action. With my full heart, I want to say that the the most hated word for me is the word strike. But considering the fact that the then government and the current government could hardly listen to the concerns of education staff, we were forced and we had to strike and get organized in order to have the voice of the teachers heard by the responsible institutions. Tell me a little bit about some of the conditions today for teachers in Kosovo. What's it like to be a teacher today? Do you have the resources you need to provide good education? What's it like in the classroom today? It was a pleasure before to have a teacher among the family because this teacher contributed a lot to the society in general, and it was a great pleasure to have one of your family members operating as a teacher. We were quite happy to see when the Faculty of Education was a target by thousands of young people who wanted to become teachers and contribute to the students of Kosovo. Uh, This conviction was somehow diminished due to the fact that there has been no salary increase recently or for many years now, and teachers have come to a situation that they can hardly afford the livelihood of their families, and they cannot even manage to pass through from one month to another one with their livelihood. So the, the great pull and drive of so many people in Kosovo to become teachers is like diminished and undermined when their salaries are low when they can't provide themselves for their families, it makes it hard for them to survive and continue to love teaching. I I wonder um, if you could tell us, Brother Rahman, how teachers were feeling uh, when the government refused to negotiate over salaries. How did that make teachers feel? Uh, Always the government is the one that decides for the dialogue or for the strikes. By doing or by opening the door to dialogue, we have been able to negotiate and get involved with the previous governments to implement 100% the requirements and legitimate requests of uh, educational staff. But when the government decides to block the doors and dismiss the dialogue as a tool for a solution, then there is no other option but striking, and this is a very difficult situation for all of us. Uh, for nine months, we have been trying to negotiate with the government by sending communications and trying to establish a mutual cooperation uh, network, but it was impossible. And I want to mention that the apple of discord for last year's strike was especially this attitude by the government not to sit down with the union and discuss the issues concerning to the staff. Brother Rahman, when you think about, when you think back to the days of the 1990s and the difficult times you endured as a teacher, but also the, the beautiful coming together of the people of Kosovo to protect education and students and each other. I wonder when you think about the union today and your union that 
went on strike in solidarity, all of the work, all of the teachers together on strike in solidarity. Do you think that experience of the 1990s has shaped the way teachers feel about education, feel about each other, and feel about their union? Of course, 90s served as a great pillar for our organization and solidarity, and with the support and advices provided by our international friend, we managed to get organized and serve as the most uh, successful, strong, and uh, a very good organization that did not only protect the rights of its uh, members, but also uh, served as a strong pillar of education. And I know the, the very brave strike action, the very strong, brave strike action that the teachers of Kosovo took in January got a lot of global attention. I know your brothers and sisters who are teachers in other parts of the world noted the strike and lent their support. I, I saw a letter from the American Federa Federation of Teachers, for example, AFT, in solidarity with you on your strike. I'm thinking about the experiences you've had as a leader from uh, the time your your mother got you um, inspired and encouraged you to become a teacher to your early days uh, teaching during the war to your long time now union leadership, all that experience that Kosovo you've had as a as a leader in Kosovo. I wonder with all these other sort of wars and conflicts in the world right now, I think about places like in Ethiopia, Myanmar, different countries that have experienced war and turmoil. I wonder if the teachers of Kosovo would have a message to those other teachers who are experiencing such difficulties but are still trying to bring a good education to children with all your experience, I wonder if you have a message for them. in this situation, and we share the concerns and sympathy with all our syndicalist brothers and sisters throughout the world. And once the conflict in Ukraine uh, broke out, we sent a message uh, through our schools to all students in support of Ukrainian people and also in support of other uh, people in other countries of the world. And now that you've achieved this great success of a, of a powerful and important strike that has now made a difference for teachers and raised wages, and now that you have the government's attention and you have the attention of the prime minister, what's next for the, your union? What are the other improvements you might want to see? What's next? What are your um, desires? for the education sector that you are going to bring into negotiations with your government for the future. Uh, we hope that uh, in February, the teachers and also the civil servants will receive the salaries according to the new law, which was recently adopted. And then we will make our efforts in creating better condition for the whole education system and teaching sector. Uh, in order to prepare our staff and our teachers for the challenges of 21st century and be in, successful in our efforts. 
I want to share a painful experience with you because any time when we have election, the political entities proclaim that education will be their first priority. But when they took the office and when they sit on the chairs, they always forget about their promises. My colleagues in all Kosovo schools are currently battling for education only by a chalk, sponge, whiteboard, and lacking basic uh, tools and requisites for conducting a proper teaching well, process. We stand with you, uh, Brother Rahman, and the teachers of Kosovo, your great union, Spashk. We stand with the children and the future of Kosovo with you. And we loved this podcast. It was so great to talk to you. Thank you so much for your inspiring story, and I'm really curious as we close here, if there's anything else that we haven't talked about that you'd like to share. I would like to thank you for this opportunity for this podcast. And I would like also to recognize the efforts made by the American Union, by sister unions throughout the world in supporting our union at the most difficult times. And we are moving forward jointly in our common path to reaching knowledge and uh, making education better. And our efforts will be focused on creating a better education system. And we believe that we will enjoy full support by the International Union of Education and also other education unions. Brother Rahman Yashare, leader of Spashk Teachers Union in Kosovo, Thank you very much. Rahman Yashare talked about a time when being a teacher was a prestigious, well-regarded position with salaries that could support their families. He described and embodies the dedication of teachers for whom educating and nurturing children is not just a job, but a calling one they do in whatever circumstances they face. Yet in Kosovo, as around the world, teachers are too often undervalued and their students, our future, study with outdated learning materials in poorly equipped classrooms. Teachers in Kosovo, through their union Sabashk, are working actively to improve these conditions. We stand with teachers and their rights to have unions too. Because just like we heard from Rahman in this podcast, teachers everywhere love to teach and they love their students and their voices matter. You can follow and subscribe to the Solidarity Center podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your shows. Learn more about the Solidarity Center at SolidarityCenter.org and follow our social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The Solidarity Center podcast is a member of the Labor Radio Podcast Network, and our show is produced and engineered by Adam Yaffe. A special thanks to the staff of the Solidarity Center who assisted with this podcast. In more than 60 countries around the world, they work to ensure a righteous future for workers, fighting for dignity, freedom, equality, and justice. For the Solidarity Center podcast, I'm Shauna Bader-Blau. Thanks for listening. 